Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com all i have to say three words football is back and we are rocking and rolling here folks on a friday tgif edition of the show we end your work week on the hottest show on the streets, the number one form for Crimson Tide football news, notes, and information. That being in my own words with yours truly, Stephen M. Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. I am thrilled, excited, happy to have all of you tuning into the show on today as we're bringing this to you in prime time. We are bringing this to you as always from Tuscaloosa. Streaming this to you on YouTube. And speaking of the YouTube channel, go ahead, give a thumbs up, drop a like on the show, hit that subscribe button, and turn all of those notifications on so that you can have the best news, notes, analysis, and commentary on your favorite program, that being the Alabama Crimson Tide. Also, shouts out to all my Facebook people out there. We're streaming this to Facebook as well. And Speaking of Touchdown Alabama Magazine, you can purchase individual copies of the, of the magazine right now. Have those sent to your door. Link will be found in the description. But we have a lot to talk about, a lot to dive into. Football is back, baby. I'm wearing a brand new pair of glasses here. Got the Ray-Bans on my day. I was, able, I, was, I was able to cop those from Selma on yesterday. But we start everything off, as always, by saying hello to the better man in the room, the maestro in the production studio, John Ivory, man. John, happy Friday to you, brother. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, chat. Glad to be on Facebook as well. What's up to the Facebook viewers? Make sure y'all share the show everywhere with your family and friends. we got a hot show tonight. Football is finally here. Absolutely. And we want you guys to be a part of the conversation. You can do this by calling 205-448-1358. That's 205-448-1358. And one more time, 205 205- 448-1358 and let your voice be heard on the network. It's going to be awesome a few moments later in the show as we're going to get a chance to sit down with Justin Smith, the lead scouting and recruiting analyst for Touchdown Alabama Magazine. He's got some awesome news and recruiting to bring to the table for us. But we start off with a couple of updates here and on a somber or on a um, solemn note here. We have, you know, the, we have Alabama fan Harvey Updike passed away today at age 71. Uh, Harvey Updike, the infamous, but, you know, Alabama fan nonetheless, who, you know, passed away at 71 years of age. He had the statement, too much Bama in him. I know he had the deal where he poisoned the tumor trees at the University of Auburn, Tumor's Corner, and he did this because of, you know, the, the, the individual that put the Cam Newton jersey on the Paul Bear Bryant statue. So just a question here for you fans out there. Do you look at Harvey Updike as a Alabama folktale or folk lord hero? Or do you look at him as just the guy that poisoned the trees at Tumor's Corner? But however you may look at him, however you may perceive him, he is also a human being, a father, a son, you know, a grandson, somebody important in the community. At the end of a day, and our condolences here at TDA go go out to his family as Harvey Updike passing away at 71 years of age. Also, how about Derrick Henry? King Henry voted number 10 by his peers in the NFL on the NFL's top 100 players list. For 2020, Alabama had seven guys make the list, the most by any school. On the list, voted on by the players, but uh, Derrick Henry voted at number 10 by his peers after a tremendous 2019 season where he was the NFL rushing champion, 1,540 yards, 16 touchdowns on 303 carries. We are looking at eight 100-yard games 
four games where he had at least 180 yards rushing, one 200-yard performance, took that team, put it on his back, and pushed it to the AFC Conference Championship game. Just a phenomenal season, you know, for one Derrick Henry and, and a guy that, you know, he even got his quarterback paid. He got Ryan Tannehill paid. Now, to me, I felt like Derrick Henry deserved more than the $50 million extension for four years, but it is what it is. The Titans keep him for a bit longer, but Derrick Henry, number 10 on the NFL's top 100, definitely fully deserving of that. But we jump in now, folks. Topic number one of the conversation, it is a big one. Football is back. The SEC, Commissioner Greg Sankey, the ADs, the presidents of this conference. I don't know, John, if they heard the show on Wednesday. I don't know if Greg Sankey was listening. I don't know if Greg Byrne was listening. I don't know if Nick Saban was listening. But the work got done. Somebody was tuning in to the show on Wednesday because the work got done quickly on Thursday afternoon. The final verdict was a conference-only schedule, 10-game conference-only schedule for the SEC. Everybody excited, everybody happy, everybody overjoyed, you know, about that. And, uh, you know, it, it pushes the season back some. The Crimson Tide will face Georgia to open the year at Bryant-Denny Stadium on Saturday, September 26th. And then on December 19th, you will have the SEC Championship game in Atlanta. Now, normally, the, the title game is played on December 5th, but they're pushing it back to December 19th. And also, according to people that I spoke with prior to the news coming out, the two teams from the Eastern Division that Alabama will add to the schedule will be Florida. And Vanderbilt. So a 10 game conference only schedule, football back, football in full swing. Everybody excited, everybody happy about this, but we're going to have a little interesting game here. We're going to look at the good, the bad, and the ugly. The good, the bad, and the ugly that comes from this 10 game conference only schedule. So we're going to look at the good first. So the good about this, where Alabama's concerned about playing the 10-game schedule, Nick Saban gets what he wants. This is what Coach Saban has wanted for a long time, right? More conference games, more competitive matchups. If you're tired of all the cupcakes, if you're tired of all the easy games, if you're tired of all the games that don't compel you to watch, let's add another conference game to the mix. And I remember for the longest of time, opponents – in the SEC, opposing coaches were like, no, that's too much, that's too hard, that's too difficult, that's crazy. Saban, you don't know what you're talking about. Let's, let's get far away from that. The SEC has now honored Saban with his wish. 10-game conference-only schedule. So now that he gets this wish, coach is going to have to navigate this. And if there was a team, if there was a coach that would be at, that would be able to navigate it, it would be Saban and the Crimson Tots. That's number one. But number two, good thing, you know, Alabama has no easy games now. This is a gut check. Every game is going to have a playoff-type field. You start the first game against Georgia. You got to go on the road to Ole Miss, the wild card, the Lane Kiffin factor. You got to go on the road to Tennessee to play against a Jeremy Pruitt squad who's going to have that group much so improved. Arkansas, I mentioned, they're tough. They're scrappy. If they've hit on the quarterback, that can be interesting. You look at Mississippi State and Auburn, of course, Texas A&M. You throw Florida and Vanderbilt in there. You go on the road to play the Bayou Bengals of LSU, Tiger Stadium, Death Valley, and Baton Rouge. No give-me games. No cupcakes. No easy matchups. Every game will have a playoff field. Coach Saban and the tie, they can't afford to overlook anybody. And that goes to the next good which is the fans and the TV contracts. Fans, this is what you want. The consumers, you guys control college football. You guys control what's hot and what's not. What's hot, marquee, compelling, fun games that keep you on the edge of your seat. What's not, snooze fans that have you going, why am I here? Why am I watching this game? Why couldn't Alabama schedule somebody else? So that right there, fans, TV contracts are happy with this. And then, of 
course, not last but not least, you know, this gives the Tide more of an opportunity to prepare for Georgia. I know fans are a little bit nervous about it's Georgia. We could have had a tune-up game prior to that, but whenever Nick Saban has had time to adequately prepare for an opponent, you know what happens. Typically, Saban gets his guys focused, wired in, locked in, lasered in, makes the opposition one-dimensional, and most importantly, wins the football game. But that's the good there. Saban gets what he wants. No easy games for Bama. Fans and TV contracts, you guys are happy. The tie gets that opportunity also. More time for Georgia. When you look at the bad, the bad in a 10-game conference-only schedule. Number one, you know, the SEC misses out on getting a chance to have some Big 12 games on the schedule. Kind of like in college basketball where you have the SEC Big 12 Challenge. You have a lot of inner, you know, conference play in there and how fun that could be. And I know a lot of you out there as fans, I myself, I wanted to see an Alabama-Oklahoma or an Alabama-Texas, an Alabama-Oklahoma State. Just a couple of Big 12 matchups thrown in there because I'd be fine. Big games, big matchups, big ratings, key ratings, fun revenue, good season opening type stuff. So we'd have loved to have seen you know, Greg Byrne you know, in the SEC with Commissioner Sankey jump out there and probably grab some of these Big 12 teams, but... It is what it is. Another bad would be, you know, Alabama missing out on the opportunity to possibly have maybe the greatest season opener of all time, for real, for real, in terms of ratings. When you look at Notre Dame, that would have been a blockbuster, huge matchup. Like, everybody would have wanted to see that. Everybody would have been able to get their eyes on that. But, you know, once again, it is what it is. Even last, no, but not least, there are some fans out there that had that fear of maybe we needed that tune-up game before Georgia. You no, know, Georgia on paper, Kirby Smart got them dogs. Kirby Smart got the five-star athletes. Kirby Smart's got all the talent, you know, on the field, on paper. This is supposed to be the best Georgia team he's ever assembled. And we got to play that right out of the gate, Stephen. I don't know. You know, Mac Jones still kind of scares me. You know, I'm not sure. I'm not feeling it. Maybe, you know, playing at Georgia State wouldn't have been that bad. You know, maybe playing a Kent State wouldn't have been that horrible. You know, maybe playing one of these cupcakes to start the year just to get us, you know, easiness in the Georgia would have been more so profitable. But, like I said, for most, for mo more times than not, people want highly competitive, fun football games to draw their attention. But that's just the bad right there. When I look at the ugly, <laughs> the ugly in terms of this 10-game uh, conference-only schedule Alabama's going to have this gauntlet, right? And when the preseason, when the first preseason top 25 list drops, the tie will play five to six teams in the top 25. So this is team no sleep, no rest, gut check competition each and every week. So it's going to be so highly intense, highly focused, highly anticipated, highly, you know, people are going to, players are going to be on go, 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 go because you don't have that game where you could take kind of a, a break it, it's all go 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 and when you're all go go like that there's an opportunity for an increase of injuries an increase of medical mishaps if you will and if Alabama has that to happen again we're looking at a very unfortunate situation and I, I don't think that happens knocking on wood Praying that all happens, crossing my fingers that doesn't happen because David Ballou, Dr. Matt Ray, I think they're going to do an unbelievable job in the injury prevention department of keeping that from happening. I'm just saying with the conference only look, all of these conference games, you're pushed to your highest intensity here. There is the opportunity to maybe have an increase in influx in some injuries, but hopefully that doesn't happen here. The last, in terms of the ugly, you look at if Alabama were to have one loss here on the schedule, if Alabama was to have one loss, it becomes very difficult for the Tide to maybe even slide into that college football playoff. Why? Just due to, you know, conference only. It's going to be very, very kind of difficult to put that one loss Alabama in there. So 
Alabama could probably find a way to get in there, but it's going to be difficult just on the surface if Alabama wants to suffer a loss or two to put that one loss to Alabama in there. But that's just the ugly. But the main thing here is football's back. Tide fans, you wanted football. College football fans, you wanted football. This was almost pride from our hands as avid as avid watchers, as supporters, as consumers of this sport, of this game, of this venue. But SEC, Greg Sankey, they got it done on Wednesday afternoon with the 10-game conference-only schedule. We're going to take our first break here. Don't touch that dial. But got to remind you of our good friends at Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes. That's Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes. If you use the code TDAEMILY'S, you earn 10% of all orders over $30. Link will be in the description. But upon our return, we get to your phone calls, your, your chats, your tweets, your questions, your concerns. Football's back! And we're talking about it after this. Every sports fan deserves the proper representation. Whitwill Sports introduces to you the title towel. Wave that title towel in the air like you just don't care. In support of Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide. Only $9.99 and it lasts a lifetime. Head on over to WhitwillSports.com and get your title towel today. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $5.95 per month or pay $49.95 for a full year subscription. That's a saving of almost $22. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. We are back into the action, folks. TGIF. Thank goodness it's Friday edition of the show. In my own words, with yours truly, Stephen M. Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Got the man John Ivory, as always, in the production studio. Appreciate you guys for checking us out on today. Got to give a shout-out to Marcus Davis, who dropped in four, who dropped in $4.99 in the Super Chat. $4.99 there, coming from one Marcus Davis. Give us an RTR roll tight roll. And how about Jay Lee putting in a cool $5 bill, a cool Abraham Lincoln into the Super Chats and Jay Lee riding in, rolling with the tie. So shouts out there to Marcus Davis and Jay Lee supporting the Touchdown Alabama magazine brand. But it's your time, Tide Nation, 205-448-1358. For number to call in to let your voice be heard on the show, 205 448 1358. We start things off with Wayland. Wayland, it's Friday. How you feeling, brother? Football's back. One more time for the little lady in back with a hand raised up. Call TDA. Oh, my goodness. What a great day. It's Friday. We're on TDA. Hey, y'all, y'all, listen real quick. William called and told me why Stephen was late. They was eating that darn pound cake. But anyway, what's going on down there at TDA, Stephen? I'm doing well, Wayland. You know what? I had to get me a slice, Wayland. It would not be right if I could not start my Friday with some Emily's heirloom pound cake. So you know what? I will take the bullet for that one. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you, man. That pound cake, some good stuff, man. Hooey, I tell you, it's sweet on the lips. Ain't no doubt about it. Well, I guess we open up with Georgia. Is that the way? Is that the way the ball's gonna bounce now? Maybe I'm not quite as confused as I was on Wednesday. Is, is the confusion cleared up, Stephen? The confusion cleared up, and once again, I don't know if, if Greg Sankey or Nick Saban or Greg Byrne was listening to the show, but the job got done as of Wednesday. So right now, Alabama will open with Georgia on Saturday, September 26th. So on the 26th of September, Alabama opens with Georgia and Tuscaloosa. They will find a way to stick in Florida and Vanderbilt. They'll probably put those two in slots where Alabama would have originally had Kent State and UT Martin. So they'll find a way to stick in Vanderbilt and Florida into the schedule. But you will start the year off with Kirby Smart and the Dogs on September 26th. Well, that sounds good. And we'll say rest in peace to Harvey Opdyke. I wish he hadn't have done what he done. He just had too much Alabama in him. I don't know that situation, but we always want to recognize the people that are going on, the Alabama fans, no matter what they've done. But anyway, a lot of people in the queue today, and 
we hadn't mentioned T-Town's menswear and uh, the TDA subscription. So we're going to do a little quick poem here. It's Friday. We're going to get out of here. Everybody in the chat, thanks for all the love. Hello out there in the chat. Everybody have a great weekend. And we're going to blow out of here on Friday like this. It's Friday on TDA. It's the end of the week. It makes everyone clap their hands and stomp their feet. Go down to T-Town menswear and buy you a new suit and tie. Wear it on game day and make all the girls cry. If you get a subscription to TDA, it will make John, Justin, and Steven do the TikTok all day. Like I've always said, remember the super chat. Drop the money in the TDA hat, but this is the best one of all. Always remember everyone on TDA. Stephen M. deserves the golden mic because he's the best podcaster in sight. That was the idea from Spencer. All right, everybody, we'll see y'all on Monday. Have a safe weekend. Bye-bye, Stephen. Don't eat too much pancake. I will try not to, Wayne. And you know what? Shouts out to Spencer, though. Shouts out to Spencer for that microphone idea. I, I could get a gold mic. It just depends on how the thing is going to flow. I mean, I, I like this one, but could get the gold one. We'll see. But we'll jump into this topic here of conversation. How about these uh, student-athletes, Alabama, the uh, University of Alabama commencement, the summer commencement this weekend. We're looking at more than 150 student-athletes marching with their degrees, including the famous tandem, the legendary tandem second and 26, the legendary duo that features Tua Tungo-Vailoa and Devontae Smith that gave, as freshmen, both of these two gave Alabama fans, college football fans, uh, commentators, just, just everybody involved in the sport, something awesome, which is a magical way to end the college football season as we all remember the 2018 title game off the 17 season. Kirby Smart just thought he had that game for the Bulldogs after the made field goal in overtime by, by uh, Rodrigo Blankenship. But, you know, Tua took the bad sack on his first possession but came back with the 41-yard rainbow to Devontae Smith. Alabama wins. People went crazy. Nick Saban threw his headset in the air. Fans storming the field. Players running wild. It was just complete pandemonium. Inside the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. So that was awesome. But Tua and Smitty both earning their bachelor's degrees will march with their bachelor's degrees this weekend. Also, you've got, you know, Chris Owens marching, Giles Amos marching, and Shaheem Carter marching with their master's degrees. Got to give a shout out here to James Singer. James Singer, who drops in $5 in the Super Chat, $5 donation. Appreciate that, James Singer. And he adds in with the roll tie right in. But we take another call here in the queue on a Friday. You're live on In My Own World. What's going on? Yeah, how you doing, Steve? Doing pretty good in yourself. I'm doing all right. Uh, I got a question. Um, how would you uh, say the uh, first opponent, uh, like when when is that, like we're going to know when that it's going to be? Well, right now, uh, the, the day for the first opponent, it's Georgia on Saturday, September 26th. That's what the SEC ha has locked down. Now, I, I guess when it depends on when Alabama will put its individual schedule out, and that could be in the next you know, few weeks or so. But I know right now, according to the SEC, the conference, the first game for Alabama or the first week of, of the conference only look schedule starts the week of September 26th, that's Saturday. I thought we was playing Georgia on the 19th. Well, it, it originally was the 19th, but they decided to push things back an extra week. Once again, I don't know why they chose to do that, but that's what the SEC chose to do. Uh, Greg, uh, Greg Sankey, the commissioner, chose to go that route on Wednesday, so they pushed it back to the 26th, so it'll be September 26th. Okay, all right. Well, thanks for taking my call. Appreciate the call there, man. But uh, it, it, it's interesting. I don't understand why they chose the 26th, but that's the date that they went with. At the end of the day, people are saying we just want football. We just want football to happen. So you got the football season. Conference-only schedule should be fun, should be highly entertaining as no gimmies on the schedule here for the Crimson Top. But just getting back to these um, – Students and student athletes graduating on this weekend, the summer commencement. You know, as I mentioned, Alabama with uh, six guys, five to six guys marching. When you look at Tua, 
Uh, Devontae Smith, former Alabama running back and current Detroit Lion, Bo Scarborough, will be marching with his bachelor's degree as well. In terms of master's degrees, you have uh, Chris Owens, Giles Amos, and Shaheem Carter. So everybody that was a part of that 2017 national championship roster is earning their degree on this week, and that's awesome. So shouts out to all of those guys knowing that football's great. Getting on the field is great. Being an athlete is great. But at the end of the day, you want to get that degree because you always want to have something to fall back on in case football doesn't plan out the way you would like for it to. So we go to the break here. We'll take another break here on the show. But upon return, folks, we're going to get in talking with one Justin Smith, the lead scouting and recruiting analyst for Touchdown Alabama Magazine, talking about his 2021 class. Don't touch that dial. We're coming back after this. want delicious homestyle cooking, sushi, and hibachi, check out Otoro Hibachi in the University Mall in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. At home and you can't get away from the TV because the Crimson Tide is about to score? Don't worry. Delivery is also available through Raider and Crimson To Go. That's Otoro Hibachi in the University Mall in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. And make sure you let them know the good folks at Touchdown Alabama sent you. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $5.95 per month or pay $49.95 for a full year subscription. That's a saving of almost $22. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. We're rocking and rolling to the beat, everybody, on a Friday TGIF edition of the show. In my own words, with yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. As always, folks, be sure to give a thumbs up, give a like on the show, hit that subscribe button, turning all of those notifications on so that way you can have the best in news, notes, updates, and content on your Crimson Tide as we're streaming this not just only through YouTube, but Facebook. Shouts out to all my Facebook people out there. We're coming to you as well. But we jump on over to the In My Own Words hotline. We pick up the man, the myth, the legend, everything you want in recruiting. This guy has it like nobody's business. That being Justin Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Justin, it's Friday, man. I hope you're doing well. Yeah, I'm doing well, Steven. It's awesome to have you on. So, Justin, with football being back here, with football being back, I know the last time that you were in here on the show, you talked about how there may not be as many visits, recruiting visits, official and unofficial visits, that we may would have liked to see. But now with football back, can you speak to maybe, you know, Alabama opening up some of those visits for these recruits moving forward? Yeah, I can see that now possibly being a possibility. Right now, my prediction will be if they do have visits this upcoming season. I think they will only host the official visits at this point. This will be my that will be my prediction for for today, as of today, with how the current circumstances are laid out. I do think it is a way for them possibly to get a limited amount of official visits, possibly five to ten guys a weekend, so those guys can at least get their official visits in. Interesting right there. So, Justin, I know you are right now in Mobile. You're right now in Mobile. You are spending some time with 2021 linebacker, four-star linebacker commitment, one Deontay Lawson, getting the chance to be around him, talk to him, get a vibe for how he is trying to prepare, not just for his senior season, but also, you know, soon sign that letter of intent for the University of Alabama. How was your time with Deontay Lawson? What were you guys able to really do and, you know, kind of gauge what's his vibe right now moving forward toward his senior year? Well, Deontay Lawson is an excited kid at this point in time. He's excited to um, get to get his football season started as they they will begin official practice on Monday as far as starting their fall camp as the high school football season will kick off on August 21st inside the state of Alabama. So he's very excited at this moment. I think his commitment is very firm to the tide at this at this very moment. But he, was, he is a very impressive kid, a kid who likes to – work hard, a kid that really impresses on the football field, but off 
the football field as well. And going back to when I talked about those official visits possibly happening, he, he told me that he really wants to go on his official visit. And I'm pretty sure that several other recruits in his 2021 recruiting class want to do the same. And I think the NCAA could try to work around to possibly get those official visits in this um, season. Everything is in the air at this point, but with Deontay Lawson telling me that he definitely wants to go on their official visits, maybe they can come 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 to a conclusion of where those guys could possibly get on campus for official visits. If you're just tuning into the show on a Friday, ladies and gentlemen, we got the lead scouting and recruiting analyst for Touchdown Alabama Magazine, Justin Smith here on the line talking 2021 class here for the Crimson Tide. And Justin, Amarius Mims, one of the biggest offensive line targets in this class, in this cycle, someone of whom Coach Saban Alabama very high on. Mims is deciding to move his commitment to October 14th. Kind of speak to that. And uh, in your mind, what made Mims kind of go this route and pushing that commitment date back to the 14th of October? Well, I think it's um, pretty simple. When you look at guys in this point in time with the current recruiting landscape in mind, it's pretty simple to realize um, where, they plan, where, they, where, they, where their plans are aligned. It's basically just he wasn't sure about his um, decision at this moment. So he wanted to push it back to his original commitment date, which is in October, I think this opens the door for him to possibly take some visits, at least get to see um, the teams that he is considering in action this upcoming season. So I think that is something that he is considering. I'm pretty sure he was unsure if he pushes if he pushed that commitment date back. But I think this is going to go over well for everybody in the run for Mims to get a chance to possibly roll out what they would do this upcoming season, get to show a product on the field to go along with their recruitment. And this possibly opens the door for him to get on somebody's campus before he announces now, two of the people you've spoken with, Justin, in this class, four-star outside linebacker uh, Dallas Turner and four-star offensive lineman Terrence Ferguson, you got a chance to have an interview with both guys, spend time with both guys, and just from talking to you, these two seem really excited to get to Alabama, to be dogs on this team, to be impactful players, kind of touch on what did these two young men tell you about their feelings, their emotions, their excitement about coming to Alabama? Well, every everyone is excited. Every prospect in this 2021 recruiting class that is committed to the Tide at this point are very excited about being committed to Alabama. Going back to my conversation with Dallas Turner, he said he feels this 2021 class could possibly come in and make an immediate impact as soon as they get on campus. You have Terrence Ferguson, a four-star offensive lineman out of Georgia who is committed to the tide as well. When I got a chance to contact him and get a chance to talk with him a little bit, he talked about it being a great honor for him to be a part of to be a part of the best offensive line class ever possibly. I got when I got a chance to catch up with Deontay Lawson, he showed that same excitement about this twenty twenty one class. He said he feel feels that they have some dogs in his class. He said they are loaded at this point, and he's excited to see what the future will hold for this 2021 recruiting class. So this 2021 class, in my mind, is very excited about getting on campus, although they haven't been able to take any visits. Most guys are pretty locked in with the tide at the moment, and they are ready to roll as soon as they get on campus in the future. If you're just tuning into the show, folks, on a Friday, we got the lead scouting and recruiting analyst on the phone right now for Touchdown Alabama Magazine, one Justin Smith talking 2021 recruiting here for the Tide. Now, one guy, Justin, that's looking to make his commitment here pretty soon is four-star defensive end Monkel Goodwin. Monkel Goodwin, uh, on August the 15th, Goodwin is looking to have his move could he possibly, or do you see, you know, Goodwin uh, choosing the Tide on August 15th? Yeah, I can definitely see that. This is a guy who who has visited the University of Alabama in the past, so they do have a visit in the bag as far as their recruitment and their push for him. The Tide was, was the first team to actually host them for any type of visit. I got a chance to talk with them after that first visiting told me that it was it was a blown away type of experience getting a chance to talk with Nick Saban getting a chance to work out 
in a in a camp during last summer as well. So the Tide has seen him in action. They have stayed in contact with them. Everyone, multiple members of the Tide's coaching staff, including Nick Saban, who actually had a Zoom call with them a couple of weeks back. And he told me that he loved the Tide's coaching staff when I talked to him the last time. I did write an article on that on touchdownalabama.com. Be sure to read that article. It goes in deep detail about where the Tide stands and Michael um, push, push for Michael as far as his recruitment is concerned as he is possibly going to announce his commitment on August 15th. I think the Tide is the leader as of today. Now when you look at just in terms of the quarterback position, Coach Saban loves to get at least one quarterback per recruiting class. And for the 2021 group, we will see if Alabama moving forward can hit on the signal caller offensively. But it is looking at a quarterback for the 2022 class. And you were down there checking him out. One Tanner Bailey, a big-time prospect here. So from you being down there at Gordo High School watching Bailey go through drills, throw the football around, just looking at his demeanor, what he brings to the table. What do you like about Tanner Bailey thus far? I think Tanner Bailey is a very unique kid, especially coming from a smaller school inside the state of Alabama. What he can do at the quarterback position is very impressive. Coming from a 3A high school in Gordo, I think he's one of the top quarterbacks in the 2022 recruiting class. Easily his ability to fit the ball into tight holes is really really impressive and when I talked to Deontay Lawson we actually talked about Tanner Bailey a little bit because Mobile Christian was the school that eliminated Gordo in, in last year's playoff and he said he's really impressed with um Tanner. He really likes the way that Tanner plays and he he's, it is really a challenge to go up against a quarterback like that. So this is definitely one of the top quarterbacks in the twenty twenty two recruiting class. So many other teams have jumped on this bandwagon, including the Oregon Ducks, you look at Miami, LSU Auburn, Alabama, he said he has been in contact with all of those schools throughout this recruiting dead period. So his recruitment battle is going to be a scrappy battle as multiple teams try to go, try to go after their next great quarterback out of the state of Alabama. Now, of course, I feel like a lot of these young athletes, these, uh, these recruits have been looking at what Alabama has done with its uh, sports performance building, the new locker room, the new sports science department, and how Alabama's going about making sure that these players, not just great athletes, but they have all the amenities needed to, to help them out on the field and in the community. So j- just from you talking to these recruits, what have they been telling you about what they like about the sports performance staff of Baloo and Ray, for new locker room, the new sports science building, have they shown you their interest on how much they like the new the new digs around here? Yeah, they, they have definitely expressed that. I mean, they have said that uh, Ty's coaching staff has shown them those um, new locker rooms, the new performance center, everything. They have shown their top targets in each recruiting class via Zoom calls, via video calls, getting a chance to um, virtually give give those guys virtual tours. So the, the recruits have definitely seen that, and they are definitely taking notice. I think this is something that every major program has, some of the top facilities. You definitely have to have that to be competitive. As far as the tide is concerned, I think it's a cherry on the top for them because I think their reputation really is what it speaks for itself as far as their winning tradition or tradition of constantly producing NFL talent. I think that speaks for itself. I think having the top performance facilities and everything like that is just a cherry on top for the top. He's Justin Smith, ladies and gentlemen, the lead scouting and recruiting analyst for Touchdown Alabama Magazine, as always, coast to coast, state to state, city to city, scouting, recruiting, breaking down these athletes like nobody else does it. So appreciate you, Justin, as always, taking time to come on the show, give your analysis, your expertise on Bama recruiting. Be sure to check out his show, The Process, every Tuesday and Thursday on Touchdown Alabama's YouTube. YouTube channel. Justin, be safe. Be good, man. Appreciate it. Thank you, Stephen. Always awesome getting a chance to talk to Justin as he's, was, he was with uh, Deontay Lawson this week, and he will continue this uh, trek around the country scouting and recruiting, uh, scouting and analyzing, as I should say, these young athletes here for the tie. But we take another break here. Don't touch that dial, folks. When we get back, we entertain more of your phone calls, your thoughts, your tweets, your text messages, your concerns. Let's have a conversation on this Friday when we return to my own words.
Midtown Menswear in the University Mall in Tuscaloosa. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $5.95 per month or pay $49.95 for a full year subscription. That's a saving of almost $22. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. We're back in, folks, with the action on a Friday. Hottest show on the streets, the number one forum for Crimson Tide football news, notes, and information in my own words. With yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Football is back in this thing, and it's back on you, Tide Nation, 205-448-1358. The number to call in to let your voice be heard on the show. Want to hear from you. What are you thinking about all of this? 205-448-1358. And one more time. 205-448-1358. But as you're getting your thoughts together here, another interesting topic is one Jordan Battle. Jordan Battle dropped this tweet here to social media on uh, when on a Thursday, if I'm not mistaken, Wednesday or Thursday. But he is excited about this upcoming season. The sophomore at free safety who had 30 tackles last year, who had an interception last year, does a great job playing the ball in the lower third of the field and will have a chance to make that huge jump going from his uh, freshman season to this upcoming campaign. But the tweet he put out was, you know, started off unknown, but looking to be unforgettable. And he's talking about, you know, the college football season started off being unknown. We didn't know if we were going to have a season or not. People scared, you guys concerned, you guys, you know, wanting to know, is football going to happen? If football is not going to happen, what are we going to do? You know, I have people that I know that have told me, you know, Steve, if football is not going to happen, I'm going to succumb to alcohol poisoning. I'm drinking all the alcohol. I'm drinking all the liquor in my cabinet because I don't know, Steven, if I'm going to survive without football. That's just some things that people I know have told me that they cannot do it without football but gonna have a football season jordan battle saying you know unforgettable start but uh on well unknown start but looking forward to an unforgettable finish but before i finish that thought here we're gonna go live to the chat we're gonna go to the phone lines to pick up a call you're live on the show what's going on i'm all right there steven how you doing doing pretty good pretty good man friday uh, we got football back I hear you. I hear you. Can't wait for it. I was just wondering, uh, uh, have you got access to the schedule that we're going to have this year, or has they they made one out yet? I know Alabama has not made. I get they haven't made the new one quite yet. I know when the SEC made the the decision on Wednesday, they're pushing the start of the season back to the twenty sixth to uh, September twenty sixth. That Saturday, but. It, Definitely waiting on the University of Alabama to put out, you know, their new schedule or its own individual new schedule on RoadTide.com. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to be trying to look for that then. I was just wondering, you know, if uh, maybe we couldn't maybe start it out with like a Missouri playing them uh, first, you know. That, I mean, that would have been good. I mean, to – for a lot of people right now, it's a mixture. It's a sea of excitement and frustration at the same time. I mean, people are excited to have football, but then you have some that are like, well, I want football, but I don't want Georgia being the first opponent out the gate that Alabama plays. I mean, it would be fine to have a tune-up to start the season prior to facing Georgia, but I mean – at the end of the day, it is what it is. And Coach Saban will have more than enough time to prepare for Kirby Smart, to prepare for you know, Scott Cochran, though he knows those guys very well, and prepare for whatever Georgia may have to throw out there the first week of the season. But, I mean, at the end of the day, you got football in here. I'm just ready, I'm, I'm just ready for fall camp to start, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah, yeah, I can't wait. Can't wait for it all to happen there, Steven. 
I, I'm just excited, man, for fall camp. I'm just, I'm just excited for fall camp to get here. We can get this thing kicked off. We can see, you know, with our own eyes who's going through the drills, who's leading this situation, who's running that situation, and see it all kind of come together and, and unfold beautifully. There you go, man. Well, anyway, roll tide. Have a, have a great rest of the day. Appreciate the call, man. Keep listening to us. It's always great to have you know, the fans calling in and checking us out here on a Friday. But getting back to the point of Jordan battling, once again, folks, 205-448-1358. The number to call in to be a part of the conversation, 205-448-1358. What are you feeling as football is back in the swing of things here, but Jordan Battle saying an unknown star, but an unforgettable finish. So he's he's trying to hint it, or I guess he may be hinting that Alabama going to give the fan base what it wants to have, which is a push for not only the conference championship, but get back to the college football playoff and win, you know, a national championship. Just seeing how these young men, just like you know, you guys as fans and myself here in the media thought football was going to be pried away from us these young athletes they thought football was going to be pried away from them as well so to have this you know Jordan Battle just saying we're going to push to make this an unforgettable season and if I've mentioned this once I've, I've stated this a number of times you know the last two years this team they fully recognized when I don't pay attention to what the coaching staff is telling me to do I know what happens. It's a domino effect, and it's a terrible domino effect that I don't want to be a part of. So these guys hungrier, they're focused, they understand what's being asked and expected of them to do. So I'm looking forward for a big-time uh, season from the Crimson Tide. But take another break here on the show. Don't touch that down, folks, because when we get back, I dive into the things that I have been told about the Alabama preseason practice program. Who's been stepping up? Who's been standing out? Who's been doing what, what needs to be done to be big time this season? I break down all that information. You don't want to miss it. It's coming after this. If you're an avid Alabama Crimson Tide fan and you love to flaunt it, then show your Alabama Crimson Tide support by grabbing the Alabama sneakers. They feature bold Crimson Tide graphics, so no one will be able to question where your allegiance lies. When you add these sweet sneakers to your Alabama Crimson Tide collection, go to stsfootwear.com and use the code TDALABAMA for $15 off your purchase. That's code TDALABAMA for $15 off your purchase. Go to stsfootwear.com and get your Alabama sneakers today. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $5.95 per month or pay $49.95 for a full year subscription. That's a saving of almost $22. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. All right, Bama Nation, we are back in from the break, folks, on what is the hottest show on the streets, the number one form, best form for Crimson Tide football, news, notes, information, entertainment, and commentary, that being in my own words with yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine, appreciating you guys for checking us out on today, and on the road home from Wednesday show, I got a bunch of phone calls and text messages from people I know well inside the program. We got this sourced down to the stubs. Sourced down to the stubs. So this is the conversation I had with people I know very well, highly credible, highly respectable folks from between Wednesday and Thursday. And this is what's been going on in Alabama's preseason practice program so the first thing i was told was uh, there are two guys that have been the biggest standout stars they've been dominating the entire program from start to finish two guys i was told one guy you pretty much already know he's a big time factor it's not going to surprise you 
the guy, the, 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 the people told me the second guy we name here is going to be one that kind of knocks you off your feet a little bit. So the first standout's Jalen Waddle, and uh, no surprise there. Jalen Waddle, you can't tackle him. He's too fast. He's too explosive. He's too speedy. Not in a bottle. Pogo stick at 5'10", 182 pounds. He is that dude. So right then and there, no surprise. The second standout, Cameron Latou. Cameron Latou at the tight end position. I was like, whoa, baby. How about that? And that's, that's my guy right there. Cameron Latou. I'll spend a lot of time around him. Spent a lot of time talking with him. That is my boy right there. Out of Salt Lake City, Utah. Came in the 2018 class, 6'5", 247 pounds. Now, he was recruited to be an outside linebacker, but all of his film came at the tight end position. And since making the move to tight end, you know, what I've I've heard is he has adjusted extremely well. He's put on the weight that he needs to be an impact player. He's been dominating. He's been catching everything thrown to him. He's been standing out. He's been stepping up. He's been major. So, Jalen Waddle, wide receiver, Cameron Latu at tight end. If Latu wins... The starting job at tight end. What this means, Steve Sarkeesian opens up the NFL playbook. I'm not blowing smoke here. I'm not pulling your chain. This is real talk. No cap. If Cameron Latu wins the tight end spot, Steve Sarkeesian is going into his bag of NFL tricks. And with what this does, this creates so much flexibility offensively. Why? Because if Latu wins the tight end spot, then you're looking at Miller Forrestal, Jaleel Billingsley playing the H-back position. And then you would have Carl Tucker and Cameron Latu at tight end. Like, Steve Sarkeesian can switch a lot of things. He can rotate a lot of things around. So keep your eyes on Cameron Latu. He is stepping up big time. Stand out in that tight end room so far in the, uh, the, preseason, practice pro- in the preseason practice program there. So... That's that. The next thing here I was told, Stephen, Mac Jones is, is QB1. I was told Mac Jones is QB1. Without a doubt, he is QB1. He will be the starter for the Crimson Tide, you know, from start to finish at quarterback. I was told the battle is not even between Mac and Bryce. The real battle is Bryce Young and Paul Tyson. This is the battle. The battle for the second, for the backup quarterback, the second string, the number two guy. Here's the battle. This is the real deal right here. And as great as Bryce is, and as talented as Bryce is, and he is, what I've been told, uh, Steven, you can tell Paul Tyson has been in this offensive system for at least a year. Paul Tyson out there looking accurate, precise, crisp, decisive, knows in pre-snap read where he wants to go with the football. When Alabama has gone to 11-on-11 drills in these walkthroughs, Tyson has looked unbelievable. That's what I've been told. He's looked unbelievable. There have been moments where Bryce Young has been good. He's also had some struggles, quite a few struggles. Not quite where Tua was when Tua came in. Of course, Tua had a spring practice. But Paul Tyson looking unbelievable right now in the 11-on-11 drills in the the walkthroughs right now. That's what I've been told. Real battle right now. Bryce Young, Paul Tyson. And I'm hearing Paul starting to pull away a little bit from Bryce. No offense to Bryce. No discredit to Bryce. But this just shows you Paul's knowledge, Paul's ability to process information, Paul's time in the system. It's starting to take shake. He he is eating this Sarkeesian playbook like it's Captain Crunch cereal. No joke. Paul Tyson is out there really doing this thing. That was the second thing I heard. Third thing. That was sourced down to me in terms of the of the practice program plan here is the defensive line. And the one thing I was told, Steven, the depth is back. So much depth on this defensive line. Depth, 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 depth. It's 2015, 2016 depth all over again. That's what I was told. And you look at just a drop-off of talent between the first wave of guys and the second wave of guys, I was told there's not much of a difference. There's not much of a difference between the first wave 
in the second wave. When you look at the first wave, uh, Christian Barmore is a man on fire right now. I was told Barmore, he wants to be a playmaker. He wants to make the splash plays. He wants to have the huge moments. But Coach Saban has been telling him, young man, just do your job. If you do your job, everything else will fall into place. And he has gotten the gist of that. He has gotten the hang of that. So look for Barmore to be more so sound in gap assignments, more so sound in just doing his job. Behind Barmore, DJ Dells looks great. Back from the injury, he looks back to, you know, close to or back to 100%. He's back from the injury. Other guys, uh, Justin Aboigby, look for a big seize from him out of Georgia. Justin Aboigby looking really good right now. Byron Young looks good. Ishmael Sopshire, I'm hearing he's dropping that weight. He's being serious. He's about trying to get in the best shape of his life. Keep your eyes on Ishmael Sopshire and also Brandon Ingram looking good as well. But the main thing I was told about this defensive line, it is depth, Stephen. A lot of talent, two and three deep across the board. This is going back to 2015-2016. All over again. When you look at the next thing in terms of things that were sourced down to me from the preseason practice program, Ben Davis. Folks, it has taken five years, but the light bulb is on finally for Ben Davis. And it looks like it is staying on for the young man. Not only has he looked good in the practice program he has earned the trust of everybody in the room everybody on the coaching staff he's earned the trust so much he's gone as far as to help Sal Sanseri the outside linebackers coach coach with the young guys and barring an event that a true freshman pops and it's undeniable this is what I was, this is what I was told barring an event that a true freshman, a Will Anderson, a Drew Sanders, a Chris Braswell, a Quandarius Robinson, barring an event that a true freshman pops and it's undeniable, Ben Davis will start at one of the two outside linebacker positions. Ben Davis will start at one of those two spots. This is awesome. So happy for Ben. It took five years. It took a long time. But better late than never, Ben has locked in. He's focused now. He's gotten the understanding now. He's gotten the gist of, I got to want football for me. For the longest of time, you know, U.S. fans, you wondered, does Ben really want the game? Does Ben really want the action like that? Is he just here because, you know, his father Wayne Davis was great here? You know, you, you wonder, what is Ben's motive for being at Alabama? Mentally, he wasn't quite all the way there. Sometimes it takes, you know, some people longer than others to get fully locked in. Officially now, Ben Davis locked in, barring an event that one of these true freshmen outside linebackers pop. Ben Davis will start at one of the two outside backer positions. And then last but not least, some news here in, in, in involving one Ali Caho for the Crimson Tide. Caho had a slight injury in the preseason practice program, a slight injury. He sustained a grade two partially torn MCL in the knee, grade two partially torn MCL. The good news is, though, he will not need surgery. That's the good news. He will not need surgery, and he'll be out about four to six weeks. He'll miss four to six weeks, so he will be back in time for the first game of the season against the Georgia Bulldogs. So for, for Kaho, grade two partially torn MCL in his knee he he had a picture on instagram with his knee in a brace but he's okay he's gonna be he has a timetable of four to six weeks to recover come back will not need surgery but that's just some of the things i've been hearing from the program source down from folks that i know well respected accurate accurate people when you talk about the information that they have you know provided to me in all types of tie football coverage but the big thing here that quarterback battle it's not Mac and Bryce. Mac is QB1. The real battle, Bryce Young and Paul Tyson. Right now, Paul is doing his thug fizzle. Paul is doing his thing right now. But as always, folks, you want to know the best or you want to have the best in news, notes, information, and coverage on your Crimson Tide. It's very simple and easy to do. You do this by accessing the touchdown 
Alabama Magazine app. You can download this for your iPhone, from the iPhone App Store if you're rocking Team Apple. Google Play Store if you just so happen to have the Android phone. For your audio listening needs, we got you covered here. iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Spreaker, TuneIn Radio, Overcast.fm, or iHeartRadio. We got you covered. As always, Tide Nation, we appreciate you guys for for subscribing to Touchdown Alabama Magazine, that $5.95 a month, you do that. You get all the information for Touchdown Alabama or for the Crimson Tide. You get the annual magazine. You get exceptional recruiting news from our own Justin Smith. Just go to touchdownalabama.com. TouchdownAlabama.com. Click join. Be a part of our family, our community, as we're bringing you the best in Alabama football coverage. If the good and gracious Lord sees fit, I'll be back on Monday. Continuing the conversation that is Tide Football. Always remember, you can purchase individual copies of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Have those sent to your door. Link will be in the description. But until next time, folks, husbands, love your wives. Wives appreciate value those husbands, children. Do those things legitimately now to not be bored. Get you those three hearty meals a day, those three great laughs a day. Protect yourself. Protect the loved ones around you. Until next time, folks, I'm your man, Stephen M. Smith. This has been In My Own Words. 